start the episode of Social Distance Warriors the way we often start the episode, which is by I'm Rat. I'm Rat. That's my name. Hi. Uh, hi. I mean, you, usually, usually I started, but you started. I know. This time. That's exciting. I know. I know. Uh, often, but not always. Um, yeah, I'm Tom. <laughs> throw, throw in a curveball. Um, <clears throat> I am not an expert on the COVID nineteen pandemic. Which is what this show is supposedly about. More or less. Yeah. But I'm not, I have to admit that I'm not an expert either. All right. Now we, now we may begin. Well, we also have to say what date it is, which is January 4th in the year 2023. Nice, nice, nice. How was your New Year celebration? Did you have a New Year celebration? Um, I did. A sort of quiet and different one than I had expected um, because... Um, sort of my travel plans did not happen. There was some winter weather events that made it not feel safe for me to drive down how I had been planning to drive down and see my family for Hanukkah. And I was also planning to spend time in Bethany Beach with my sister. I'm thinking on it now, all of those dates actually would have ended before New Year's, so forget that. But I was re- remained uh, uh, the entire winter break I was off, including New Year's. I remained in Pittsburgh. Well, uh, how, how do you feel about that? Oh, uh, fine about it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate driving, and I didn't make the call of like, hey, I don't feel safe doing this drive until I had already driven 85 miles mm. of the drive. Um, and then it was continuing to be not great road conditions with snow and wind, but it was getting dark. Um, and that was when I like <laughs> decided to spend the rest of the night at a hotel. And so I, I was uh, very relieved for a quiet rest of the break after that um Mm. that was that was my deal were you uh in a similar sort of uh no no parties no uh excitement new year's eve or how, how did the time treat you well i uh i didn't have any specific plans in advance but i ended up doing a zoom call for the evening with some friends who this is largely the same group of Doctor Who convention related friends that I have had Zoom calls with for the past I don't know I guess I guess it's been this is would be our third year doing it and the group was a little smaller now because I think people are either over the whole Zoom thing or had other in person plans because I guess we're at that stage where people want to do things in person again, which which is understandable. But um, but yeah, it was it was still a good time, uh, and I clocked out a little early. So I clocked out early, saying, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to bed. Uh, but then I didn't go to bed. What I did instead was I was playing a video game called Inscription mm-hmm. because I really wanted to uh, to play that game. Uh, and I had kind of started it and I was like, yeah, I'll go to bed. And I was like, well, actually, you know what? Hold on. Maybe I'll fire up Inscription again. And so I played Inscription and ended up, instead of go- going to bed at like 1130 as I had expected to, I ended up going to bed at like two. So. Well, not a bad way. Um, where it sounds like an enjoyable uh, game experience. I don't know if it's a good or bad way to um, sort of mark a day which is like any other day except it is a holiday and 
has a new year attached to it. Yeah, it's true. But, you know, a year is any period of 365 days, as I am fond of saying. So in in some ways, we are entering New Year's all the time. Yeah, so true. So true. (laughs) I don't know. I have a few different directions I feel pulled. Uh, you you had mentioned like COVID or, or this kind of time in the pandemic being people being tired of Zoom maybe. And I this week had the experience of I attended a in-person minion to say Mourner's Cottage for somebody. So if uh, I may need to define some of those terms, but I won't now. <laughs> but okay. um, the person who ne- needed the, the minion sort of mentioned when we were there that this is for a person who had actually passed away two years ago. And when they had been doing Mourner's Cottage at that time, and really for the past two years, it had all been either virtual minion or with no other group of people just by themselves and so this sort of anniversary of um their good friends uh passing they really wanted to have like a group of in person so minion is like a group of 10 jewish adults and mourner's cottage is traditionally it's said really just for like family or um people you are related to who have died kind of um Children are sort of obligated to say Mourner's Cottage like for the entire year immediately after like a parent passes away. But it's also just something that can be said on maybe the anniversary of someone's death or or a time you want to remember them. And so that being in person, uh, it was outside, was uh, in some ways sort of this way of like, oh, you know, now we're at a point in the pandemic when we can meet in person. Uh, and in some ways are like, oh, we're still we're still having a pandemic. Um, but I thought I thought I was glad to at least be there for support in a way for this person that they sort of hadn't been getting in the past two years when they had sort of first had that loss happen. Mm. You know, I'm not I'm not like at a point in my life right now. <laughs> where I'm putting my foot down and saying demanding no in-person gatherings of any kind like that's not that's not where I am. Yeah. But anecdotally it it does feel to me like a lot of people are sick either with covid or something else. I feel like right now more people I know are sick than almost at any other time in my life. Can I can I share an embarrassing uh but maybe sweet but maybe embarrassing thing? Sure. Okay, thank you for your permission. I, I I more needed to give it to myself. Um, but I, uh, for the first 28 years of my life, this is not the pandemic, for the first 28 years of my life, one thing that concerned me and anytime I thought about kissing would come up is, oh, don't do that. That's gross. That's a way you can get sick. However, some things have changed in my time of being alive. I like kissing now some people, my girlfriend, and she was away for the winter break. And it is a little embarrassing to me. I did not think for a moment in ways maybe in the past or at previous times in the pandemic, I I might have thought like, oh, we've been separated and seen the potential for coming into contact with other people. Do do, do we want to immediately like kiss each other hello when we uh, are in person again? I did not think about that. I thought, oh, I'm really happy to um, pick up my girlfriend uh, from the airport. Let's kiss. And I mean, so far, so good. But it it is interesting sort of what concerns uh, will be to the forefront. And it's not always based on like 
what the facts of the situation are. Sometimes it is like what feels right in the moment. And that's a way to live. Mm. L- live in the moment. Yeah. Live moss, <laughs> as Taco Bell has taught us. Live moss. Okay. I was going <laughs> to sort of ask ask who you were quoting. It's Taco Bell. Yeah, okay. the Taco Bell's slogan, uh, live moss. They encourage people to live more. To They combine the English word live and the Spanish word moss to create the beautiful sentiment live moss. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> I thought so. Yeah, that, yeah, that 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 makes a, a, a great deal of sense. I um, I don't know. I was I was a little anxious with some holiday celebration stuff that was going on, mainly because the plan for my parents and uh, my sisters and I was to go to a a, a pretty big holiday slash housewarming party at my aunt's house, mm-hmm. at which there would be like thirty five to forty people throughout the course of the night. And then the following day for Christmas day, we were going to uh, have my, you know, 92 year old grandfather over. Um, and I ended up doing it. And like, I, I didn't opt out. And the reason I didn't opt out was because I didn't think it mattered whether I did it or not, since I was going to be there on Christmas day and everyone else was going to have gone to that thing the night before. Mm-hmm. So I was not going to be the determining factor in whether someone got infected or not, because we were basically acting as a group anyway. But l- luckily, he doesn't seem to have gotten sick. My sister did get uh, a, co- a positive COVID test, but didn't experience any symptoms. And that doesn't mm-hmm. seem to have been from this. It seems to have been from a, a prior exposure before she flew in from California. But yeah, I don't know. It's uh, It continues to be a stressful thing. And it... <laughs> It increasingly no longer feels like the pandemic is something that me and everyone else around me are, are going through together. Yeah. Like it feels like a lot of other people are are no longer feeling like it has to be a major part of anything in their life. It's, I mean, I, I feel similarly in that is like how people are living and acting. It's still like I can't go through a week without many, many times COVID is mentioned or like it, like it comes up, but the ways that yeah people are doing or not doing things about it do do feel like uh, I am out of sync. Mm-hmm. Things things we must simply live with. Yes. Speaking of things we must simply <laughs> live with, I'm pet sitting right now, and multiple times I have seen and heard uh, one of the animals I am pet sitting for sort of uh, do things on the audacity wave form, such as uh, I don't. I don't know what she's doing right now, but she was like just rubbing up against the couch very loudly to like curl up in a good position. So if there are noises of dog and sometimes the dog and cat sort of like, I don't know, chase each other around the house. That's why. That's my environment <laughs> right now. I mean, what is a podcast if not a series of noises? A series of noises. That's <laughs> so that's so true. Yeah, I definitely heard like the the jingle of tags or something. Yes, yes. I found this. Ah, what? Ah. I don't know why. A my... series, a series of noises. Maybe Siri. Oh yeah, yeah. That must uh, the uh, Apple's um, virtual assistant friend must have thought I was referring to her. This this could have been this could have been the start of like a great. Um, Maybe even like inscription level sort of um, ARG mm. mystery. Uh, but How familiar are you with inscription? I did not play inscription myself. However, I, I, I watched my, at the time, roommates, uh, Lenny and Madison, play it all the way through. So um, I, well, 
all the way through, I say. It is the kind of game similar to, what do you call it? I don't know. You you die a lot in the game, and then you keep playing it. And like then, a, ro- a roguelike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you kind of get more of the story the, the farther you go. But, uh, yeah, there, there are sort of like... Um, I have I have experienced the game. Yes. Well, there's um, there is a definitive ending, but yeah, um, yeah, it, it's it's an interesting uh, it's an interesting game in that, and and it falls into a category of games that I really like, which are games that are not what they appear to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Games that the process, like your 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 process of interacting with the game, is largely a process of figuring out what the game is as you go. Mm-hmm. The, like inscription actually very it, it presents itself as um as a what's referred to as a roguelike deck builder which is mm-hmm. like a, where you are playing a card game and you go through subsequent games and each time you win you get to make a little modification to your deck that will make you stronger in subsequent games but things get harder and harder and if you die you go back to the beginning but there may be some elements that persist and like that is a whole genre of of game roguelikes in general are a genre of games and car, roguelike card games are, are also a sub a subgenre like the more, like one of the most popular ones is a game called slay the spire which i i play quite a lot of but um yeah it's 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 a game it, it is a game that is is not that like that that's not that's not actually what the game is there's more to it than than just that and know anything about it when i started other than the fact that it was you know highly beloved by people but it uh, it also in that in that sense it kind of reminds me a little bit of undertale mm-hmm. uh undertale also is a game that reveals its nature to you over time there's there's another like really good game i i enjoy quite a lot called the beginner's guide which is a game that uh you don't really know what the game is until until the end of it like it is a game mm-hmm. that that lies lies to you about what it is about uh until um until late in the game but games yeah games that sort of have like turning points uh yeah yeah something i enjoy i think i experienced um inscription the best way possible for me which is um a, a couple of times i did try and like do the part of the game that is a card uh, game um, and I was not very good at it and did not have I, I did not want to go through the game in that way <laughs> um, so observing my housemates who were good and motivated to keep playing the card game part uh, I could experience the other aspects of the game and not have to get caught up in you know when you uh, lose or die and have to also remember sometimes remember locations on a map uh, and not get lost after you die anyway um it was a better way for me to experience inscription well and i also think that's that's very much in in keeping with the the game itself because the game also has you um experience it through the layer of a youtuber who is playing the game yeah. Like a, a major part of that game's like metatextual element is is that the quote unquote you who is who is playing the game is a guy who discovers a floppy disk buried underground, says what is this, and puts it in his uh, buys a floppy disk drive to read it, uh, and then puts it in his computer to play it. Um, yeah, which is I don't know I I find that I find that kind of cool. And one of the things that was interesting to me is like I was thinking oh yeah this is the kind of thing where. Most other kinds of media can't really do that. It's not very often that you sit down to watch a movie and then, you know, partway through the movie, you realize, oh, this isn't just a movie where I sit here and watch a movie. It's a different thing. It's actually a book <laughs> like that. That doesn't that doesn't tend to happen a lot in uh, in other 
media. Although there are there are, there are movies whose genre seems to shift as the movie goes. Yeah, I do remember. I uh, can't remember the actual series itself, but it was um, sort of like a fun uh, sort of like one or two book series um, when I was like in middle school where they had done like at certain parts in the book, there would be like a link to a video Mm. um, that, you know, supposedly kind of like found footage of um, the characters um, had, had found to also be watching. And it was like, Oh, you could actually stop reading the book and go onto YouTube and find the video. Was that the 39 Um, Clues? I think that may have also uh, incorporated video to it, but this was not, um, this was some different uh, middle grade uh, mystery that I do not recall. I can probably locate it, um, but... Uh, it was not the 39 clues mm. though that that was around the time of like yeah we're trying to uh, incorporate multimedia elements into books let's try it i don't think it caught on that well no it really didn't but but it should <laughs> there are ways like there are ways uh, <laughs> to inc- incorporate multimedia elements into like writing but can be done like this was to me a, a sort of clumsy Frankenstein kind of way to sew the two pieces together, and th- there are there are better ways to do that. Mm, yeah, yeah. What's what's going on? What is a direction you feel to take this conversation? I could go anywhere. I mean, we could talk about our action items. We could talk about our action items. I feel like, I feel like they are both um, hefty, weighty action items with lots to talk about. Yeah, let's let's give some time and space to our action items because I did do both of them and they are connected for me. Let me read you the action items. Uh, Please do. Wait. Okay. Wait. Sorry. 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 (laughs) One thing we do have to, at some point this episode is we do have to discuss the future of the social distance warriors, Twitter. It can be right now. It can be after the action items, but I think, I think it has been, uh, in, in the air for too long for me. And mm. because it is a core part of how we sign off our uh, <laughs> episodes. And always think, has been. And always has been and and always will be, question mark. I, let's talk about that and then action items. I So I don't think maybe the Social Distance Warriors Twitter can stay, but I don't think it should be in our outro anymore no i yeah i agree i agree with that in fact i don't i don't know if it needs to stay because i don't know how many people are following it like not that many <laughs> like it's not I, I don't i don't know i mean i don't think it I, yeah that's 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 my my feeling it feels like it's served its course um as a twitter i i think it can we we can set it free and maybe if people do want to follow it un- unbidden just uh, while Twitter exists, they can do that. Do we, do we want to set up uh, an alternative social media presence somewhere else? We. We is such a word here. Um, <laughs> I mean, you can do it. You can do it without my involvement. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I don't know if I will be the one to do it because I don't know how to link social media feeds uh, or reliably update social media. Hmm. There's, well, I can for myself, but not for a podcast. That's different. I mean, it's really the same, but. <laughs> it's the same. That's true. Okay. Well, maybe I can. I mean, Mastodon somewhere is is the natural um, sort of 
space I am imagining. I, I think you had um, posted at one point about like wishing for, but also not wanting to be the person to make um, a sort of like instance that is just um, for listing podcast accounts kind of a thing. Yeah, um, yeah. But that does not quite exist right now. It doesn't. Um, well, there are, there are a couple of different instances that claim to do that, but one of them was not primarily in English, which is obviously fine. It's just not... I mean, since we are, it's not the the probably not the place for us. But um, yeah, and and the other one had uh, had said this is just for show accounts. This is not for personal accounts. But then when I looked at the accounts that were on, it was all personal accounts. So I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. Uh, not 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 for me. But yeah, I I do I do think it would be it would be an interesting thing for for someone to do <laughs> to figure out how to like integrate podcasts into the Fediverse. Uh, and there is a Fediverse based podcasting platform to like host and like build your podcast feed off of but we don't need that because we already have a a thing that does that like we we use a service called fireside that does that and honestly that's i think the the sort of like replacement of i i listen to quite a few podcasts and i for almost none of them even go to their websites or i am just reminded that there is a new episode maybe by following them on a social media but really, once I subscribe to a podcast, that's kind of going to be how it is. So yeah. I feel like the website, if we if we need for like the like the liturgy of our our <laughs> podcast uh, to end the the ritual of ending and you know doing doing our, our our show, if that needs a update, it can be the website. But I I, I mean I feel like. Okay, I've talked myself out of it. We say nothing about where to find us. <laughs> I mean, I could. I mean, I could just start a Mastodon account, and then if some other better place for it to live exists, then we can migrate it later. But yeah, I mean, the main my main reason for liking it when a podcast has a Twitter feed is because if there's an episode that's really good and I want to share it with people, then what I used to do is I would retweet the episode. I would find it on Twitter and I would retweet it. But I would do a quote tweet, which is not a feature that currently exists on mm-hmm. Mastodon. So I don't know. <laughs> so now what you have to do is you have to find that episode on because you're going to be definitely recommending only your own podcast. You're going to find the episode you like of Social Distance Warriors. Go to that page on our website and then link it. But it's not a quote t- tweet. And then say what you liked about the episode while linking to that specific one. Ugh, that's see, that's that's what has to be done now. It's so these uncivilized. Days. Yeah, yeah, okay, that, that makes sense. And then, and then, and then you print that out, and then you mail that as a letter to somebody, mm-hmm. as a holiday card. Yeah, or in a bottle and throw it into the sea. Yeah. Okay, I feel better now having discussed. Yeah, for right now, this episode, uh, as the clock ticks, I there does not exist a mastodon specifically for us. I, I'm not gonna say my personal mastodon so sorry um for you know for this so i i say we cut it we just don't no one finds us for this one episode (laughs) yes we're unfindable we're unfindable completely unfindable copy this episode to a floppy disk bury that floppy disk in the woods and that's actually going to be the only way (laughs) the only way people can listen to this yeah yeah i mean i don't think (laughs) i think a floppy disk's have very low storage capacity. 
but unless copy unless, it onto ten floppy disks, unless there's been have been many innovations in the field of floppy disks, <laughs> I'd love to I'd love to think that 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 somewhere out there someone is still making and using like advanced floppy disks that are better than ever that have higher capacity or faster read and write times. It's just that they're only used by people in one absurdly specialized industry. Like oh, the people who work in this one government office, their procedures document which requires uh, like an act of Congress to update, says something about a floppy disk, so they're beholden to use it forever. Yeah. Anyhow, <laughs> we can talk about our action items now. We can. I, I think it's time. It was maybe time sooner, but I did drag it out. So action items from last time were decide on a yearly theme for 2023. Um, in parentheses, I have um, a la CPG Gray's New Year theme video. Yeah. Action item two was be weird. Mm. Yes, those are those are the ones. Yeah. I like to think I have done both of those together. I've been being weird a lot lately in my life. Hmm. And one one way one way that uh manifests for me is um trying to be when I know as it has often taken me quite a long time to know like what it is works for me or what it is that I want to find ways to directly ask for that, even if it is not necessarily a normal thing to do. Um, For example, in order to um, decide on my yearly theme, I emailed my life coach and was like, hey, this might be weird and kind of formal, but here's something I like to do for coming up with goals in my life because I have a, a weird and formal way of coming up with goals in my life. Um, and also wanted to use some time to decide on a yearly theme. And I was like, Hey, so here's what I want to do for our session together. Let's use our time that way. And in the past, I would have thought, no, it is not normal to try and address the structure of like a life coach session or in the past, a therapy session. It would not be received well. I won't ask for that, even though this is something I know would be a useful way to spend my time. In the past, there is, you know, a concept of like, well, this is what life coaching or therapy looks like. It looks like you show up and you talk about things and that helps you identify problems and solve them. And sometimes that is helpful. But for me, I knew and I was um, attempting to be allow myself to be weird enough to ask for, no, that's not actually going to help me today. I need a another virtual person next to me as I focus and try and write stuff down. And maybe that looks like a waste of money to people like to just simply spend a session kind of doing work I could be doing at another time on my own but I have someone virtually next to me doing it and then kind of also having that person be my outsourced executive function and like assigning Mm. me a deadline and maybe offering some some feedback but that is something I know that is useful for me and so I um I'm trying to, again, allow myself to be more able to ask for those kinds of things. I did, I did decide on a yearly theme, which I, I can say, but I've done the version of like, here's the one that I say for myself, but maybe not. Here's the version that like when people ask me, like, what's your New Year's resolution or what's your New Year's theme that I would say to people. Mm. Because because it is highly personal. Um, so well, you've you've accomplished the, you've accomplished the action item if you've come up with a theme. You don't necessarily need to say what it is. Yeah, 
thank you for for helping me out. I will say um, what I have done for my theme is um, on accountability of my life coach who will um, hunt me down with a knife if I don't do this, decided to come up with a independent study type course that I have designed for myself around a particular topic, uh, which is sort of like, nope. It will be a private topic. <laughs> anyway, and through through that um, structure for the year, kind of um, looking at and doing things around that particular topic. Anyway, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did. Um, and I think it's going to be really fun. And um, before you suggested that action item, I was like dragging my feet on... I don't know, trying to come up with is generally like, okay, here's a lot of stuff I want to get done, but it was stuff I needed to get done. It wasn't stuff I was interested in. And this was a helpful framing because I got to think about, well, what, what do I think is going to be interesting enough to want to think about for an entire year? And then I knew. Okay. So I think that, I think that you, mm, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's weird about any of that though. Oh, okay. Well, that, are you are you challenging my 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 weirdness? Because I can I can be weirder. I no, I believe you, but I I, I mean I don't know. I mean, it, I think you get to. I think as with almost all of our action items, you mm-hmm. get to set the terms for I yourself. Get to set it, so yeah. so what you consider weird, like I think what you characterize as weirdness, like the sort of like forward saying like this is how it's going to be, or like setting the terms for for your interaction with your life coach or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, that, what is, we- that could be weird for you. That's, um, that's something that I, like when I, when I do that kind of thing, I don't think of it as being weird, mm-hmm. but it isn't something I always do. And it's something that I've made more of a focus of my life in the past few years. But I don't know. I mean, like you, uh, you introduced the show this week. <laughs> like <laughs> you, you, uh, you, I feel, I feel like you are more in the driver's seat on this episode than you usually are. So, um, I don't know. Maybe it is weird. Yeah. Um, one thing um, that my job exposes me to quite a bit is um, social skills curriculum and particularly um, some of the, I find really irritating social skills curriculum of like what is normal, what is weird. They will term in there are expected behaviors and there are unexpected behaviors and sort of expected behaviors like those are things you do and you're supposed to do and you know that you're doing them correctly because other people feel calm and uh, want to be around you and unexpected behaviors are things that you do that make people not want to be around you and sort of cause them to not like you and those are bad to do you shouldn't do them and it's not a great framing I think because People may do unexpected behaviors for good reason. Like, for example, like, you know, if you're in a classroom and like a bee is in the classroom and it lands on you, you may like yell and jump out of your chair. That was unexpected. And people may react to that, but it was not a bad thing you did just because it was unexpected. It had a logic to it. Um, And there are a variety of sort of like um, ways that framing I don't find helpful. So I guess for me, like weird, which is not a term that appears in social skills curriculum, is useful for me because um, I think a lot about the way I am perceived. And uh, this is one way for me to sort of like know that I may be the way other people may be um, looking at the thing I'm doing that makes sense to me may not make sense to them. And I can 
be okay with that in a way that uh, I, I, I struggle with. Um, mm. Yeah. So I, I find, yeah, it can kind of give me more um, ability to do things. Um, and that is why I consider like, yeah, I've, 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 I've talked myself out of, out of logic. I, uh, yeah. One thing I, I, I came home very late from work today because, um, I had to go back into the building because I had, um, accidentally left a journal in the building that would have been fine to leave there, but it was a journal where, um, I was writing down things I should not say out loud at work or else I might, uh, be, uh, it would be wrong to say because I am sort of frustrated at my job. And so it is better for me to write these things down in the moment than sort of say things I might regret. And, uh, so I accidentally left that in my work building and sort of had to go back and, um, knock on the door until building custodians, uh, let me in. So I'm, I'm, uh, have had to take action <laughs> in my life this evening. Um, and, and, um, I've had to engage in some unexpected behaviors such as knocking, knocking loudly on a door and then giving up because a building custodian didn't see me and then looping around the building and thinking, you know what? I'm going to knock loudly on the building again. And it's kind of embarrassing. And then the building custodian did see me and did let me in. So I've, I've taken a lot of action this evening and, and maybe that's put me in a place anyway. Yeah. Hmm. That, that is why I asked to push back the start time of our recording uh, this evening. That, that, well, that, that makes a certain amount of sense. I don't think I did anything weird. I feel like I may have different criteria for categorizing my own behavior as weird mm -hmm. than you would. In fact, I don't know if I ever do things that I think are weird. Not e not even once. Yeah, well, never, then, never. All right, weird. you you are proudly you are <laughs> d determinedly uh, not completing this action. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I mean, like, what is weird is a question that we could ask, but also I don't think any. I think it's one of those things that's like weird to whom. It's it's just like what you said about like expected versus unexpected behavior. One of the first things that um that that brought up to me was like, well, expected by whom? <laughs> unexpected by whom? Who so who is who is forming these expectations? In this case, um God, I, I so wish I had like saved a copy of this. Um in this case, um it is uh Mario, one of the Mario brothers, um, because the social skills that this curriculum was targeted to was the student I was a paraprofessional for who really, really liked um, Mario and Luigi and, and different video game characters. Mm. So they would have social stories about like, here's Mario. And maybe you didn't know this, but when he's not in his video game, Mario goes to school just like you. Um, and Mario always knows what to do. Um, and Mario is sort of the case example of like, he will engage in expected behaviors and used throughout the curriculum as like, oh, this is, this is, um, a situation he is facing, but it's okay because Mario always knows what's, what to do. Um, he will sit at his desk. He will do his work. He will, if he gets stuck, he will do this and this. Was um, this like a goofus and gallant situation yes, where yes. Lu Luigi was Luigi goofus? <laughs> no, no, uh, unfortunately. Um, so only Mario is present. There is no goofus because they're only really kind of mentioning what Mario will or will not do. The goofus is kind of like you, the autistic child reading this uh, sort of, because Mario will, will do the right thing 
Always. I don't know that that's you, actually true about Mario, you, though. <laughs> you are sort of like, um, yeah, yeah, that, that is the way it is set up. Um, there was also, God, there was one also that was like um, Pokemon themed, but with a, tra- like, really, if you, if you know anything about Pokemon, I just really like. I do. Yeah. Um, a, a really, what is the word I'm looking for? Like offensive understanding of what Pokemon is, um, the way they like use this to like talk about you as a student, like evolving and what they came up with, like Pokemon cards for, uh, different calming techniques. And it's like, that's not what Pokemon is. Pokemon cards, you don't play against it, it was just, they, they they take the pictures and they, like, know two things about Pokemon. And they're like, kids who like Pokemon uh, will will love this. And they're right, because if you show a kid who really likes Mario or Pokemon a whole binder full of pictures of all of those things, they'll want to look at the binder, um, even if the rest of the information in there is kind of boring and not helpful. Hmm. Um, but yes, I'm... I've, I've got us there, (laughs) Okay, (laughs) but you, um, did not do, we still have not defined what weird is and I don't think we will, Um, but, but did you want to yourself share what your, um, theme for 2023 is? Well, I have a dark secret to share. You have a dark secret. Okay. And the dark secret is that I actually already had come up with my yearly theme no. when I proposed this action item and I proposed the action item just cause I wanted to talk about it. You have, <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Using how, how just typical, uh, <laughs> and terrible to, can you imagine someone who would use the action items of uh, this podcast to um, put a topic for future discussion? No, that would be weird. That would be weird <laughs> and unexpected, and you should never do it. Um, but no, my year, my, my, so in 2022, I have decided that it is the year of habit where I, I will be focusing my attention and my goals on developing more good habits dealing with bad habits, figuring out how to make habits happen, doing reading about the topic of habits, and attempting to get to a place where I feel more like I am a person who can and does form uh, and practice good habits. So this is, this, is my, this is my yearly theme. I'm very excited about this. I think this is a nice uh, way to spend your time and sounds like it uh, can be exciting. Uh, I love I love um, a dedicated time to like figuring out how something works, um, and it sounds like that also interests you. It does, it does, and I think the first the first area that I'm going to focus on is sleep related habits mm-hmm. because it's just something I feel like I feel like it's foundational for me anyway for a lot of the other things that that need to be habitified. I don't remember whether we discussed this when we talked about my um, neuropsych evaluation, but the doctor was like, you need to get a lot more sleep than you're getting. And that might, in fact, be related to a lot of the focus and attention issues that you're having, Hmm. which sounds plausible to me. Uh, But even if it's not true, it's still probably worth trying to be more habitual about going to sleep, waking up, taking naps or not taking naps. Uh, and all those all those kinds of things. So that's kind of my first area where I'm really going to be cracking down on the habit stuff. 
Uh, I had I had another angle from which I wanted to discuss that. What was it? Mm, okay. That's good because I was so confident and excited that I had done both of these action items that I spent no minutes and no thought coming up with this week's action items. So take, let's just take, if you have the other angle you want to approach these action items from, do that and I will be furiously thinking in my mind of a future action item. So this is something, back when I was doing therapy regularly, I used to speak about this with my therapist from time to time, about how kind of the metaphor I used was that in the process of uh, creating microchips, um, Intel, who makes processors, like microchip processors, one of the ways that they define their release cycle is they have what they call is a tick-tock, tick-tock. So like every year they'll come out with new chips and alternating years will be a tick or a talk. And I don't remember which one is which, but I know that one of those means, all right, for this year, we're going to focus on improving the performance of the chip, everything that's going to be faster, et cetera. And then for the next year, we're going to focus on on shrinking down the size of the chip, making the chips smaller so that we can fit more into things. So that means that every two years, you get a better, smaller microprocessor. But the way you do that, and all these words I'm using, like microprocessor, chip, processor, mm-hmm. etc., I'm using interchangeably, and I don't know what any of them really mean. But my, my layman's understanding of this is that they have a tick year where they make it smaller, and they have a talk year where they make it better. And so they don't focus every year on, like, okay, every year it's going to be smaller and better. It's like they focus, they have different focuses and flip between them. And so this is something I would talk about with my therapist where I was making these like big macro changes to my life, like I moved, I got a new job, etc. But I would feel like a lot of the sort of day-to-day, hour-to-hour, minute-to-minute stuff Mm. was coming apart at the seams. And then I'd have like, okay, well, now I need to have a year where I focus on the more day-to-day, minute-to-minute, hour-to-hour stuff and kind of ignore it. We're not making any big big picture changes this year. We're not pursuing any big goals. We're not, you know, working on big career moves or anything like that. We're we're doing, we're doing like, it's a tick year. It's a talk year. Um, And like I said, I do not remember which one of those is which. And I think it might not actually even be true anymore. I think they might have switched to a different, model where I think maybe there's three now there's like TikTok and then something else where like one year they focus on energy efficiency so it's like performance size energy efficiency performance size energy efficiency so it might now be like a three yeah. a three brand approach but it was still like a useful metaphor for me to be thinking about how oh that that was a talk year this is a tick year so this year we're focused on all these tick things instead of that talk thing um, yeah. yeah, and that's that's uh, so habit is is kind of what I think of as like a micro thing. Habit is like the 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 day to day stuff. We're not we're not moving any boulders around. We're just moving the small rocks. Yeah, and yet definitely uh, valuable because um, I don't know. It's a lot of those like um, as as I am dog sitting or, or pet sitting and um, going back and forth between. Um, my apartment and the place I go to work and the um, place I am pet sitting, it is very clear to me that like I am leaning very, very hard on all of the like routine or like systems I have, habits I have for like how to remember where I put things. Um, And as we have discovered, I like I um, have a bag at, at school work at work where a school that is work um I have a bag that I carry everything around in um and because this week my routine changed I've been in different locations my my like good habit of like I keep everything in that work bag was kind of disrupted because I was going to more locations and even today at school instead of the one classroom I'm used to being in I was pulled to different classrooms so it's like by having like 
not just like good habits, but like having kind of like responsive strategies to when uh, other maybe big things or whatever small things change in life, having those like available to you to pull on can be really helpful because I could I could backtrack and be like, oh, I know I've lost this thing because my usual thing is to keep everything in a bag and what was different today. So I had like, I had something I, I knew about to kind of fall back on as opposed to just like, I don't know where anything is at any time because everything has changed. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Powerful. Did you uh, furiously manage to create a new action item for next week? No, I forgot in the process I was listening. I was, <laughs> I was, you sucked me back into the um, conversation. So I forgot that item on my task list. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, it's time for action items. I can furiously come up with one. Um, no. Hmm. I don't have one either. <laughs> Well, so we so what we've done this episode is we've cut out we've we've sort of it's a a, a, a shrinking it's a talk year mm. a talk a talk episode we've we've took out the Twitter part of our outro we've took out the new action items part of our outro. Does that feel okay? I think it's allowed. I think it's allowed. You know what? I think I think the action items we covered and set up are so like they we can give. We can give rest. We can give space for um, those to sink in and and be enjoyed uh, and savored. And this episode, no action items. No, not even rest. Rest is not an action item. It's a no it's action a, items. It's a this, this space is, intentionally left blank. Yes, let me write that down <laughs> <laughs> because otherwise, otherwise, uh, next time we record, I will be looking for where I write down the action items and be like, I just didn't write them down, question mark. Um, and now, now we can end this episode a new way, not the way we've ended every episode. Mm, yeah, by staying distant. And by going the distance.